Talk about it with Gatika. We are here live and direct. Look who I got. What's up? It's Zay. You feel me? Ah. I'm be K manager. We got management in the building. You hear? You heard? <laughs> management in the building. Not only do I interview fire artists, but I'm bringing the management team as well because, you know what I'm saying? We got to lead up. We got to give you something. No, we got to lead you up to the artistry. We got to tell you a story. Taste and today taste. we're going to tell you, we're going to talk about it. We got a lot of things to discuss, but you know what I'm saying? I had to bring him by. Thank you for coming to Studio Square Recordings. No, I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So, all right, we're here. Get comfortable. We got Bronx in the building. You know that. We're in Queens, but you know what I'm saying? We got Bronx natives. Yeah. We got the Bronx natives. Or, no, nah, I mean, I'm from Soundview, but. Okay. When you shout out Soundview, you know that view side. Um, yeah, nah, a lot going on right now in the Bronx, you know, before we get into anything, you know, um, I want to shout out, you know, all the families that, you know, were affected by the recent burning, you know, 180th, um, uh, we want to definitely do something, you know, for them, um, moving forward, like, that's a tragedy, I encourage everybody to, like, you know, donate to that, but, you know, that was, that was crazy, like, just, Yeah, I mean, definitely my heart goes out to the families, um, and, you know, hopefully this brings awareness to violations. Like, how many how many violations did that building have? I think yeah, I read yeah. in the paper it was, like, 174. Yeah, like, that, and that, that's a, this is a good segue into, like, you know, one of the main things about the culture. Like, a lot of people think that, you know, the Bronx is, like, oh, the Bronx has a lot of stereotypes in general. Like, whenever you hear about the Bronx, you hear people say this, you hear people say that, but, you know, one thing that... Well, I'll always stand by when it comes to the Bronx. Growing up there, that is real. Like, from the struggles to what modes, people, culturally, like, you know, having, you know, a hazard cause a disaster, like, in an actual building, like, that's where that really happens. You know, like, that's really what poverty looks like. Mm-hmm. Like, in general, like, you know, um, it's not a game. And that type of situation is one of the many factors that just, like, you know, mold the youth like that's the world that they live in now you know what i'm saying especially with media being able to highlight that you know show everybody like you know because for example i'm pretty sure that there was people who they may not have been totally aware of the situation until it hit social media mm. you know and a picture of this like you peep in social media and you're like oh no we know this person and it's like that it's a different type of pain but you know we we go through that every day in the current climate so it's like, you know, that's that when it comes to... Yeah, I was doing some research and the digging and, like, there's, like, layers to it, right? And it's, like, 174 violations. Who owns that building? Oh, he owns multiple buildings. Oh, okay, who's he in cahoots with? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like to speak too much politics, but it just, you know, knowledge is power and it's public knowledge. You could You could research these things and it's something that... You know, you see what's going on. And like you said, it's the youth. Like, these are things that people are living day in and day out. So, you know, it's it's hard to to swallow, you know, that that's really the reality. But um, 
that's where you said you're out of the Bronx, right? No, nah, I'm still in the Bronx. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, like you grew up in the Bronx. Yeah, 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 yeah. I grew up in the Bronx. Um, you know, Soundview, 172nd, be specific. Um, growing up in the Bronx, like slumlords and stuff, that's a real thing. Like people like, you know, get it twisted. You know, some people, their living conditions may not be their fault like but they just have to deal with it like they don't have money to fix oh broken staircase or you know poor electrical wiring or you know lack of water lack of certain amenities that you know people should have in general you know regardless of where you live in or staying um just a basic standard you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying like yeah it's like and then you don't know um you don't know the next person's situation whenever you enter you know a business relationship with them like you never know what somebody's coming from domestically and how that may affect them you know in any type of situation you get into with them you know it's like having a bad day oh well maybe your bad day is you going home and there's a rat infestation or something like that you know because that's that's real too it is real and i think that those things um going through those things a lot of artists are able to like stop and even though that might be the situation they're in that actually fuels their creativity and you know gets them going and like you can actually you know projects come out and it's like those things are what fueled like okay this is my living condition what can i do you know maybe that's what they rap about or just what what's in their content um but it just unfortunately is the reality of things but we're gonna Hope for the best and see what's coming out of it. Like I know you're in management with this mm-hmm. fire artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice how did okay. how did that all how did that all situate? Nah, so it happened organically. Like you know, Nas was friends with my cousin growing up, and um, I would always be around them. You know what I mean? Like from time to time, because either Dykeman basketball or like seeing them on the block and this that and the third. You know. Um, so then one day I booked studio time because I'm like, yo, how about we, you know, start focusing on music. Everybody, my cousin and a couple of his friends or whatever. And then Nas comes up and um, they all hop on the song together. Mm-hmm. And um, it's crazy because, you know, this was before a whole lot of like politics and like, you know, this and the third, but it was like natural. So, you know, Nas is the last person on the song and his energy, aggression, just how real he was in raw off rip. I was like, nah, what you doing with music? You know what I'm saying? And he was telling me that was his first song. Like, he ain't never rapped before. He ain't never do nothing like that. And he ain't even write it. Like, he just went in and just did his thing. Like, I've literally seen Nas go in the booth, do an entire track, just one boom, 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 boom. Like, yo, he had a bad day. Yo, like, let's go book some studio time. Like, nah, I need to, you feel me? And then that's just how he'll work. And he'll do it again and again and again. There's mad songs in different flow. A lot of people don't know, like, the extent of Nas's, you know, versatility. Like, Nas could really sing, go into other genres, speak Spanish. Like, we're not even going to get into that yet, but I'm trying to tell you, like, I'm trying to tell you, nah, I'm trying to tell you, nah, I'm trying to tell you, like, Nas is really different. Like, that's what I'm trying to tell people like you know um 
Yeah, especially like in the beginning, you know, Bunny in the Box did numbers. We didn't think it was going to do numbers like that. All organic, just, you know, you know, K obviously, like, you know, was huge helping that, you feel me? Like, our relationship when it came to, you know, helping Nas do what he had to do, you know, just, I feel like propelled, you know, Nas's career, like his fan base and, and everything. It was so relatable for people in his age group, you know, seeing that, because Nas was popular before music. Like, a lot of people knew him, like, you know, dumb tool, you know, basketball. he was a basketball player, like, nice, but, no, no, no. Everyone be saying that they basketball players, I'll tell you my son was nice, like, my son was nice, like, he still got it. Like, I'm not gonna hold you, like, no rap, all right, this is one thing I will say for the vlogs. No rapper could be my son Nas and Bull. Like, no, like, not even on some, you feel me? Like, that's just, like, facts. Like, not even on no funny shit, like, gangster. Like, Nas will be handing on niggas. Like, I seen it. Like, you feel me? Like, am I allowed to say that? Like, we can, yes. Nah, 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 yeah, but him definitely, like, yeah, when come basketball, like. And what's it been like, um, as a, like, part of management and, and the rollout of everything? I mean, when it comes to management, people have to understand, like, this isn't something that just anybody can just pick up and do. Like, a lot of people, you know, shout out Stacks, by the way, but a lot of people, like, think that they could be a manager without doing, you know, their due diligence. Like, if you don't have money to invest and really, like, support someone who's, like, usually younger than you, doesn't know, whatever, like, then you shouldn't be doing management. You get what I'm saying? Like, you have to really be empathetic to the situation. Understand, like, yo, this is, you know, their vision and their creative drive and where they want to go with a situation and be that person to see it through. You know, not everybody could facilitate motion, and especially motion like this when it comes to, you know, artists getting a million views, you feel me, hasn't even been rapping for a year. Like, it's a lot fast. And if you don't have, you know, the ambition to not only take their dream to where it needs to be, but help foster, you know, some form of like, like confidence that, yo, you could just do whatever you want and go the length. Cause growing up where we from, people don't tell you, yo, you could be whatever you want to be. People don't tell you, yo, you could be a basketball player. Yo, you could be a rapper. Yo, you could be whatever, whatever. Like, nah, nobody tells you that. Like we have to be, the older generation has to be that for the younger generation. You know what I'm saying? I'm 25. so. I don't have to be that for Nas. I don't have to be that for everybody in his age group and stuff like because I ain't have that growing up. You know what I mean? Like, is he the first artist that you've managed? Yeah, me and I, we both. You know, I what's it called? Um, I used to be part of a creative agency, um, you know, called Analog, and you know, we that that's when I first dabbled and dabbled with music, like, you know, had a video distribution deal and, you know, was part of Timmons Beat Club, like all that actually like like I was behind the scenes, like behind the scenes for a long time. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, one day I was just like, yo, I could really just get into the music management stuff and like just pop an artist myself. Like I realized like, I could really just pop an artist myself. And then, you know, like I said, like, you know, Everything's God's will. Like when we was in the stool for the first time, Nas, whatever he did his thing, and we just kept it going. Like, what was the moment where you were like, "That's like this"? I found the one, the one that I want. My first, you know what I'm saying? But no, no weird, no weird. Nah, 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 nah. Because I know you, I'm not trying to dim mask nah, you, nah, nah, whatever nah, that nah. word is. I'm not, I don't know if I said that right, nah. but you know what I'm saying. 
Because no. you know what it is? A lot of artists have to be manageable. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because there's an artist that is like, nah, I just want to be an artist. I just want to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I pay you. You, you know, like, you, no. you work for me. So, like, like you have to be able to, you know what I'm saying? Like, there has to definitely be a chemistry between yeah. a team that, like I said, like, artists need. Sometimes, like you said, he's young. Yeah. You know, things happen. Nah, but he's young, but he he's smart, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he not... I was watching some previous interviews of his, and he had mentioned, like, he, he kept using the word longevity. Mm-hmm. Longevity. And I think a lot of kids his age don't even know what that means. So mm-hmm. the fact that he's speaking on it, for me, already sets a standard where it's like, all right, yeah, he's doing drill. Maybe something that someone on the outside might look at, like, oh, he's just another young kid out here, you know getting crazy or whatever but it's smart what he's doing he's making a buzz he knows that drill is popular right now but i've heard him say like yeah i'm doing drill right now but you know i want to evolve into something else as well and know that this isn't where it ends no definitely this is like like and that's the thing about now is like he'll have a plan like where he sees himself five six seven years from now you get what i'm saying like you know he sees where people have went wrong. He sees how people, you know, he's compared himself to certain people and have seen like where they ended up and like what he wants, you know, to follow, what he doesn't want to follow. And um, he's definitely smart. Like when it comes to an artist's career in the beginning, usually they'll ride a wave, but then they'll die with the wave. You know what I mean? Like, they'll just, like, oh, they got a quick little buzz, whoop de whoop and then it's over. But, nah, like, he definitely, he's definitely doing his due diligence when it comes to, you know, making sure that his career has, like he said, longevity. Like, I'm not even going to play when it comes to that. Like, he definitely, you know. Some fun facts. He just won the most disrespectful, what is it? Yeah, most disrespectful. <laughs> Which I'm not sure what that nah, exactly nah, nah. means. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? Shout outs to Talk of the Town Show. Nah. Um, they gave him the award of most disrespectful. I'm going to take it that, that that's an actual great award. It's, because it's, it's like, drill. yo, you so disrespectful. Yeah, like, yeah. ah, ah. Like, it's drill. Out here. It's drill. You feel me? That's what drill is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a competition. Like, even though everybody, you know, like, he fucks with who he fucks with and then everybody, like, cool, like, who he cool with, whatever. But, like, it's a competition. Like, I bet. What you gonna say on the track? Because then I'm gonna say this. Or, like, yo, you wanna start beefing with somebody? I, I just know that he gonna hit you with that. You feel me? Like, at the end of the day. When you asked me, yo, when did I know that Nas was, like, one of them when it came to rapping? Yo, his first ball bar, like, his first ball was, like... Uh, uh, suck my dick is EBK. Uh, 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 uh. Like, I'm talking about, like, that was the first thing he said on the booth. Everybody was like, yo, he is bugging. Like, you feel me? Like, that's why I'm telling you, like, he'll be, he'll bug out, like, on a track. Like, he'll say something, like, even like what, like how. Now everybody's saying like what, like how. Like, I'm telling you, like, Nas was the first person to go there when it came to, like, that disrespect. Like, he was the first person to, like, Take it where you don't want to take it. Like, you feel me? On the track, like, really talk his shit. You feel me? So he really you know? talks about it, you're... Nah, that's he what really I'm saying. Like, you really... Nah, he really talk... Like, yo, I'm he telling you, that like... Talk. He'll really... I'm telling you, like... Can like, I ask a question? Because, you know, I'm in I'm in a market where um, I'm in, like, the Latin vibe. I, like, you know, just... I'm in kind of different markets, right? So, for people who are tuned into this, drill is obviously really big right now. Mm-hmm. Would you say drill is different between the boroughs? 
Yeah, nah, definitely. Like, and what makes it different? Well, I feel like you got different demographics in different boroughs. You know what I'm saying? Like, even how certain projects are like divided. Obviously, the Bronx has a huge like Latin influence, mm-hmm. like Spanish influence. Like Nas is a Dominican and black. Okay. You know what I mean? And he speaks Spanish fluently. A lot of people don't know that. Like, he could really speak Spanish. Um, the Bronx is the first borough, and I'm going to say this, like, the Bronx is the first borough to really take, you know, the old tracks, like, those samples, and then add it to Drill, where, oh, you hear, like, one of your favorite songs growing up or whatever, and it's, like, nostalgic, but then it's, like, got that crazy, like, like, you know, weights, yeah, like, the rah you feel me, like, and then, you know, I feel like that's what the Bronx has contributed to the whole Drill scene, because the Bronx Drill scene is definitely different. We now see other boroughs, yo, I want to track, like, you know, if you know, you know, or, like, you know, um, the, the the heavy, like, 90s love-type vibes, but then, you know, you're talking about what bugging, you feel me? But that's, um, that's definitely what I feel the Bronx imprint has been on the sound, you know, but then culturally, you know, the Bronx is the mecca. Like, we're not even going to play about that, you know what I mean? Like, greats, like... Fat Joe, Big Pun, like, it's all coming full circle, you feel me? Because we got it on the headlock, like, you feel me? A choco. Um, well, that's, that's, that's neither here nor there, but, you know, everything coming full circle when it comes to the Bronx and the drum music scene. It's early in the year. I'm happy. I had seen one of his interviews they asked him, it was like earlier in 2021, and he was like, they're like, oh, what, what's your goal for 2021? He's like, I want to reach a million views. So congratulations to the team. Oh, I did yes. my research. Y'all have hit those million views. Um, it's early in the year. What can we expect for for 2022? Another million. Like, what? That's all we going from there. Like, we just upping it. Like, that's been the plan from the beginning. Like, we up it and then we diversify. You feel me? So you... Nas hit a million on a regular drill, whatever, this and whatever, whatever. He gonna make a million on a song that he not this and he gonna make a million in a song where it might be for the ladies, you know what I mean? It might be for what like he's gonna like I'm telling you, like just more M's. More M's, that's 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 something that you Anything know, specific that we can highlight to look forward to? I can't really speak on certain okay, things, but just know it's there. We're gonna wait for next week. Yeah, yeah, just know it's there. Yeah, 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 yeah. He'll be in the building, he'll talk about it himself. Yeah. I feel you. Um, I really appreciate you coming by the studio. Make I want to make sure everybody taps in with you. What are your social handle media? Yeah. Your social media handles? Yeah, no, nah, my social media is Dizzy. Um, D I Z Z A three Ys. Um, at Instagram and um, expect shows. That's one thing I will say. Expect shows. Like, them nice shows is coming. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, them nice shows is coming and um. Like I said, we're just going to keep building, capitalize on the momentum and just, you know, at the end of the day, setting the stage and then for the next generation, like, you know, now he's got a big heart, like, go, like everything beside, like, you know, he's very conscious when it comes to, you know, he wants to provide opportunities for, you know, those kids that look up to him and stuff, you know, so we'll be talking about projects that have nothing to really do with music, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah toy drives, like, food drives, like, you know, helping, like, because nobody wants to be in that, like, you know, situation, like, like, a typical day in the Bronx, you know, you might see a whole lot 
and just people are robotic when it comes to it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's like people are so used to, yeah, like they desensitize to like what they really, you know what I mean? Like, and it's like, like this drill movement, this drill wave has provided an opportunity to a select few individuals for them to change their situation, but it's also opening up their eyes. Like, yo, there's more place than New York, you know? in the world like there's, world there's different there. food that I haven't eaten before like I could you know hop in a jet for real I could I could drive go in a limo for real I could go and I, I could see things I've never seen before like and it changes their perspective so you know that's one thing that I wanted to highlight too like Nas is very conscious when it comes to that like you know the stage he's setting and the platform he's building we definitely going to work, like, you know, behind the scenes with different nonprofits to try to, like, you know, because, like, look, imagine you had a whole bunch of kids that, you know, they got a lot to say musically and just in general. And, yo, we got, like, a scholarship for them. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not talking about, like, like the label. I'm talking about, like, us. Like, like, what if, like, we donate, like, whatever. We got a scholarship for them. Like, yo, you got something to say? Free stew time. Like, free whatever. You know, like, really giving back. So, we got goals. We're going to open up a 501c3 because that's the nonprofit where you can fund those types of things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, we're going to open that up first. Then you're going to holler at me because I love toy yeah. jars. I love also those things as Gangsta, well. Yeah. No, um, I'm really big on artist development. I'm, like, a production junkie. You know, I'm a DJ, I love music, but I do also come from an education family where, you know what I'm saying, I would love to be part of that as well. You can bring me yeah, on for lock those it in. events. Yeah, if you're gonna lock it in, definitely. Bring me on for those events. Um, but thank you so much for coming by the studio. Thanks for having me, I appreciate it. We're here every week, Saturday, 8 p.m. Tune in, latinomix.com. And, you know what I'm saying, we outside. Thanks for coming by. All right, see you. Appreciate it. We, we, we can make moves if you just trust and talk about it if you feeling it plus she from the hood and she rolling the clutch she do a good ain't no way i could rush her talk about it